Hello and welcome to Small Business Conversations podcast episode one. My name is Melita Ngalonkulu and this week we're focusing on the impact of the COVID-19 induced lockdown on the fashion design industry. At the onset of lockdown, the retail and fashion sectors were closed to the public, causing a staggering decline in consumer spending on clothing items. This also led to the cancellation of many globally renowned fashion shows. Acclaimed fashion designer David Tlaale and chief economist at IQ Business, Sifisos Kenjan, join us on the line to delve into the impact of COVID-19 on the fashion industry and how businesses operating in the space could mitigate the risk. David, your job entails constant face-to-face interaction with your clients and you also have a retail store. So how has the lockdown impacted your business operations? Well, the lockdown has impacted our business, um, I would say, 360. As you know that, you know, as fashion houses, we plan our collection six months in advance and we also plan production, delivery, even ordering of fabrics and trims like way in advance. It does not happen like now, here, today, tomorrow, deliver. No. Also, the kind of industry that we work with, we render a service of made-to-order, which is weddings, any kind of celebrations, and, uh, and, you know, people just planning their winter wardrobes and stuff. So we got impacted because, number one, all the orders that we had, it'd be a wedding or whatever celebration was canned uh, until further notice. Uh, fabrics that we've ordered um, from our suppliers have not arrived for winter. We haven't even gotten into production for our winter clothing. And uh, and also, like, work-wise, we, we cannot go into production when we don't know what is going to happen next month. And then it comes back to, um, you know, salaries and wages on a continuous basis, whereby all the projections that we've made from, I mean, beginning of the year or the last year, have actually been uh, disrupted because the cash flow has been disrupted. Our deliveries have been disrupted. So um, the fashion industry or the clothing and textile industry as a whole, as a value chain, has been impacted directly. We are one of the industries that has just been like really been crippled by the, the COVID-19, whereby we now have to start kind of like asking ourselves, what is the core of our business? What changes have you implemented in your business to stay both afloat and relevant during this period? David Lally had to become essential. We had to start getting into the business of making masks. When we were starting to sell it, we had a few customers coming in, which was a it was a case business. And then until the market got flooded, then the, the you know the presidency uh, implemented. Uh, you know, the fabric masks when we got into that. And now mask is one of our major businesses that we are doing. Now, third part is we're finding ourselves becoming a mass production, um, I would say, not even said, but we're becoming a mass production um, fashion house instead of a custom-made or made-to-order studio. And also, the changes that we've had to make is that, you know, our administration team, we had to say to them, you come, you know, during the, the lockdown period, we had to, to meet up virtually. I'm the only one administratively was coming to the office. And I've had to adjust. You know, I'm a creative. I think it's in see, feel, touch and talk to people. David, is it worth considering a change in business model at the stage? If so, what would this model look like to you? I mean, it's not about is it worth it. It is a must that we change the, the business model. First of all, we have to go back to the basics. You know, before Fashion Week, uh, Fashion Weeks globally took, o- took 
took over what what used to do is fashion houses used to pair collections and from there would call in their immediate customers and their regular customers and do like a little you know showcase with them with a with a little number to say this is the garment number one up to two up to ten and then the the ladies or the men that are coming to to see or view the collection they'll start placing orders those are things that we have to go back to customers are very forward in terms of the way they live they are not going to jump into a car and say oh fine david Lala is opened we have to go and see the collection or whatever it, it's going to be a new way of doing things. How do we send products to them digitally and to make sure that they, they gain another way of trusting and believing that what we are going to deliver for them is good and it will fit well. So this comes with a, uh, a reputation build over years to say customers can, can continue believing in the brand David Lale or any other brand. Should we look forward to virtual fashion shows or other forms of marketing your brand? I mean, that's the way to go. Virtual marketing, uh, virtual fashion shows, that's what we're going to have. We don't have an option. And also remember that this COVID-19 virus, it's not going to stop tomorrow. Even if the lockdown is lifted, they say, okay, tomorrow we are on stage one. It's not going to be business as usual. There is still a lot of things that needs to be done and implemented. And remember, we are still cautious of gathering in big um, spaces and or big events and everything else. It's not going to happen overnight. So we are going to have to embrace the new way of doing things as a country. Uh, we are going to have to embrace um, our virtual marketing, virtual fashion shows, but much more um, not just only focusing on virtual uh, fashion shows, but making sure that we still keep the experience for the customers or the end user exciting. Sophie, so what are some of the best possible steps startups should take to ease the effects of COVID-19 on their businesses? Well, I think it's certainly I think the, the important thing is first to to do as much knowledge collection as possible. And so in, in terms of understanding what's currently available that can enable you to find some financial or operating buffer to, to be somewhat resilient in the context of the COVID impacts the economy. Over and above that, we certainly think that uh, you know businesses uh, must look to find uh, alternative models around the original models that they're operating around. And so it's things like, for example, if you take, for example, how an SAP moved from making liquor towards making hand sanitizers. So it's also an opportunity for businesses to think around how do we ensure that we remain resilient in a fast-changing marketplace. And so I think that's one of the things that's certainly going to be critical for businesses, particularly startup businesses, to ensure that they are able to withstand the storm. Lastly, what form of government financial relief is most suitable for small business owners in the sector? I think certainly in the, the whole thinking around you know, these debt holidays are certainly not the most ideal, primarily because uh, they tend to also attract a particular interest rate in the period that you're still not paying. And so you're kicking the you know, bucket down the line. And so um, I think where possible, businesses must try and find some of the employee relief systems. So we know that there's TERS and others. There are other business um, operational support mechanisms that are there. Um, over and above that, then there are also grants that are available and I think those opportunities are certainly the first options that those businesses must look to before they take the debt um, option or the debt relief option because that uh, certainly then may continue to strain their businesses in the medium term. 
That was renowned fashion designer David Tale and chief economist from IQ Business, Sifisos Kenjana, talking to me, Melita Ngalongulu. To listen to our other podcasts, go to moneywave.co.za. Follow MoneyWave News on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn for updates. In the next episode of Small Business Conversations, we're talking to Trevor Whittles, founder of Sharma Express, who transformed his business model to accommodate COVID-19 and the effects thereof.